Forgiveness at its best. Being an adult child of an alcoholic and becoming an alcoholic myself presented some very impossible barriers to consider. I mean challenges to my twisted emotional outlook, particularly towards my mother. It was her binge drinking after my parents' divorce that really got me down and depressed. The shame of untreated alcoholism and my unknowing it was a disease put me at a severe disadvantage of understanding. The shame of it, along with the guilt, encouraged my own desire for escape. When I started drinking, I became just as lost as she was. The darkness of us both suffering from untreated alcoholism consumed us and we only had our guilt in common over our lack of love for each other. The struggle for some connection was quite a barrier neither of us seemed to be able to overcome. It was a love-hate relationship that was fragmented on every level. I mean, spiritually, no connection. Emotionally, we were both full of fears. Mentally, it was the easier way to blame each other rather than look at our own selves with any accountability. Physically, I was like a ping pong ball bouncing in and out of her life up until I was confronted about my bad attitudes toward mothers. I exhibited some severe envy masked by rage when I heard stories of reconciliation between parents and children who had also been victims of alcoholism. The more I got into the spiritual solution to my soul sickness and the nature of alcoholism as a spiritual malady, the easier it was for me to understand why my mother drank and behaved as she did. One day I was confronted by a woman who was bold and courageous enough to approach me and demand I forgive my mother. As much as I was accustomed to blaming my mother, it was a truth I had to chew on for a day or two before I could swallow it. I could see the pattern of my bouncing back and forth trying to find some peace and comfort was in fact a direct result of my resentments that came and went with her. My anger and hurt feeling had to be addressed or I could keep denying them and continue the same pattern of starting a life and ending it. Quitting jobs and moving from place to place was a lifestyle that I had learned from her. Once I made the decision to do something different and began acting different with a different attitude towards her, I began seeing her different and feeling different and becoming more in touch with the love I had for her that had been hidden and I had been denying. I willfully and purposely chose to go home to her and attempt to repair the damage from my part of our broken and twisted relationship. It had to be by divine appointment when I arrived back in Maine at her house. I walked in to find her on the floor. She recently had just fallen and could not get up. An ambulance was called and she was taken to the hospital. It was a few days the doctor searched and studied to discover what her medical condition was. They came to me and said they all had to hit the books, that she had an illness that was very rare, only nine cases in Maine history and none lived more than a year. I was concerned bewildered and somewhat defiant to believe the doctor's statement that she did not have long to live, maybe three months. I immediately petitioned the Lord for enough time to make my amends and from where I stood and what I knew I needed a lot more than three months to correct and repair the damage I imparted toward her. The hospital and the police department calls, her constant anxiety every night worrying if I was even coming home from a night of my own drinking and drugging. 
The trauma of the phone call from the hospital the night of my car accident lingered in her mind to panic whenever the phone rang. I sat with her in the hospital as we discussed what to do. My siblings were outside the room discussing what to do with her stuff. To them, it was a death sentence, and that's what was important at the time. Upon hearing that conversation outside the room, I told mom I would stay and take care of her for as long as necessary. I chose to stay in Maine, and when she got out of the hospital, she came home. She was so happy she had a home and told me it was my home too. She knew she had never been good at providing a home for me, and it was a step in the right direction for reconciliation and the possibility we both stopped feeling guilty for the way we treated each other during our drinking ex escapades. She had not taken a drink for one whole year before I myself had stopped. The difference between us is I had been treating my alcoholism and was manifesting in the solution while she was not, and the alcoholism was manifesting into these other medical issues. The fact I was home gave her some purpose to, went, to want to stay alive. She loved cooking and taking care of the home while I was there. I had only to be there in case she needed help, and the only help I was glad to give was to read her about alcohol, to read to her about alcoholism and tell her about the spiritual principles that were the solution I used. The three months the doctors gave her to live came and went. My mom was becoming a mother and I was becoming her son. We had many conversations about our misgivings while blind to the fact that we were now, we now knew it was God who was involved in the fact we even had the opportunity to heal our relationship. During the process of working things out, her solution when we had disagreements was to go to bed and mine was to go fishing. Getting to know each other for the first time was fearfully wonderful. The day did come when it changed to just wonderful. After an episode of blame that arose when she reminded me of how I hurt her, that was matched with my own retaliation of how she hurt me, we were at a crossroad. We both had had enough of each other, and when I declared I was leaving, she demanded to know what exactly I needed from her. Just before stepping out the door, I turned back and said, I need you to forgive me. And she said, I need you to forgive me. At that moment, relief came to us both, and the desire to hug each other was something we both realized as what was a rare occurrence to feel the same feeling at the same time. As we hugged, I looked out the window and saw a rainbow. I was conscious at that moment to be reminded that it was a sign given by God that he would not destroy the earth by water. I perceived it was both my mom and I would not destroy ourselves by drinking firewater. It was seven years before my stay with mom would come to an end. Not only did God restore our relation, but along with mom becoming my mother and I becoming her son, we became friends. Mom eventually needed more care than I could give, and her next move was into an assisted living home. I would visit her as often as I could, maybe two or three times a year. I had begun trying to repair relations with my dad after having found success with amends with mom. It was years later that mom moved again from assisted living to a nursing home. I still visited her as often as I could. My mother's faith in God and my faith in God found mercy that we got so much more than we, than three months together.
It was many years after I was told to go home and honor my mother that I felt fear again about her dying. I considered going for a visit and debated. In the debate, God stepped in. I was given directions to go see my mother, tell her she was a great mother, thank her for being a praying mother. I needed to understand that God had answered her prayers. My mother always prayed to St. Jude on my behalf. St. Jude was the patron saint of lost causes. I was to go see her and thank her that God answered her prayers to bring her son back. I was also to make sure she knew I loved her and that she was beautiful. All this was heavy on my heart and I had to go to Maine and see her before I would be free of it. So I took off to Maine. Another trip. I was concerned if it was my last. I grew anxious contemplating the fact my mom was now 91 years old. I arrived at the nursing home in the early morning with just enough time to see mom before I would have to wait till morning. I walked into her room and she was sleeping. She awoke and for the first time her dementia had her not knowing who I was. She was terribly upset not knowing me or why I was in her room. I tried to tell her it was me, but my attempts only made her distressed and angry. I was heartbroken. How was I going to communicate what I believed God wanted me to tell my mom? I walked out of her room into the hall. I was bewildered. My question was, how do the nurses communicate to her when she is in this condition of having these episodes of dementia? It was my first time experiencing it. All previous visits, mom was sharp as a tack. Even the nurses were astounded at how well she was whenever I visited. This time, however, I was lost and stuck on knowing what to do. I stood in the hall outside her door and I prayed. I prayed to God for my broken heart. I prayed for moments before he, feeling I had to go back in the room. I walked back in. Mom was sitting up. She smiled and said, hi, son. I was just thinking about you. I was amazed and said, thank you, God. Mom listened while I held her hand and talked. I said, Mom, I love you. She smiled at me. I said, you are so beautiful. Thank you for being a praying mom. She began to beam. I said, Mom, you did a great job being my mother. I had never seen my mother's spirit so bright before. I got up, kissed her on the forehead, and told her I would see her in the following day. The next day, I visited the nursing home. I was walking down the hall towards Mom's room when I heard her voice from the cafeteria. Here comes my son. Here comes my son. Do you know my son? She said out loud. My heart was stuck with a healing wave of truth. I recalled in my drinking days when mom had announced I was not her son. I walked into the cafeteria and sat down beside her. She was absolutely beautiful, sitting in the glory of God. This is my son, she was telling everybody. The glory of God in and on her was unmistakable. I visited the whole day, and that was the last time I saw my mother. She passed away a month later. I was glad to have made peace with her. Thanks, Mom.